Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is wild. This is crazy and nuts and insane. I can't believe this is happening. It we, looks so different. It looks different. So, okay, okay, if you're just listening to this, there's now a video. Hopefully, if this works as expected, there is now a video component to the podcast. If you're listening to this on Spotify, and um, this is our first time trying it, I got a new camera that's going to not stop every 12 minutes like Matt Steele's camera does, and we're going to try to put this up on Spotify and maybe on YouTube so people can see it. I know. It's just wild. I love how like you're speaking into the microphone like really delicately. Yes, I like really you're delicate. You're, you're just like at any moment all of this could break. Honestly. And it could not work and everything. It could. Yeah, and I'm just so, I made like a new camera like the lighting looks so different in yeah. the video if you're watching this video. I'm just I'm, It's a whole new us It's a whole new I, it's us It's so weird New technology I was telling Matt Palmer This is our 1989 era Because <laughs> we're trying Something new And I think that's important You know Like we have to move Into pop at some point We can't be country girls Forever I, Absolutely Can we not be little country Little ringlets every day yeah. I don't think so Not every day Sometimes we've got to <laughs> Cut our hair That little bob With the bangs Oh straight. it was very it Aggressive was, Yes It was a sleek look For her mm-hmm. We love that Welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast slash video-ish. Right. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And as we said in the intro, we are doing new things. Yes. We are videoing yes. with this. We are having fun. I just watched Matt Palmer <laughs> set this whole thing up, the whole new thing up, and he did a really great job. And Thank I, every you. couple minutes, I was like, you need any help? <laughs> but he knew that I would be of no help. That's the thing. So. It was kind of Matt Steele to ask, but we all know that you know the tech lead of the Two Gay Mats is... On this side of the screen. Yes. And so I sat at the counter right there eating the old Halloween candy yes. that Matt Palmer and Jackson gave out to the little kitties. And yes. I was having a great time. Hey, we talked to our friend Matt Bridges, who just left. Matt Bridges, we miss you already. I know. What a prince. What a handsome, <laughs> devilishly wonderful man. Honestly. Mm. And now we're back for another week of the podcast. And I feel like there's so many weeks that I'm like, oh, look at the stories. I'm like, oh, nothing happened. Nothing happened. And this was the first week where I'm like, oh, I need to... Like cut things out Because so much happened You know Sometimes you gotta edit And not to You know oversell Maybe the stuff Is not gonna be as interesting As I imagine it will be But it's still just like There was a moment this week (laughs) (laughs) There was Before we get into it Before we get into it how was your week? Rest, you know, yeah. my week was kind of stressful. As mm. all of you know, my apartment is very barren right now because all of the living room furniture was Matt Palmer's. And uh, yeah, yeah. when he moved out, uh, I was left with emptiness. And so I had to uh, <laughs> order a lot of furniture. And I did get one piece of furniture. Oh, a good. Nice, a nice wall table and everything. I and love this that. time I paid for someone to put it together through Wayfair. But what happened? I opened up the box expecting it to be in a billion pieces. Yeah. And it was already all put together. All that needed to be put on were the legs. And so the guy came that day and I was just like, there's nothing for you to do. I'm sorry. And he's like, well, I'll screw on the legs and you can just tell Wayfair like it was already assembled and they'll give you your money back and, oh, I, sure. and I'll still get paid. And I'm like, okay. It's, so I got my money back for that. I love that you two were in like cahoots. <laughs> we like, really were. It was great. I, you know, I tipped him and everything. I, was yeah. like, oh, I gave him some water to drink. That's it's great. Nice. And, I hope uh, you tipped him with money, not yes, just water. I tipped him okay. with, yes. <laughs> just make sure. <laughs> and, uh, and he did a lovely job assembling the legs. Great. But this week, I got two bad pieces of information. What? The first one was that the TV stand I ordered was out of stock on the website, so I had to order a new TV stand. It should be coming at some point. Mm -hmm. But all of you know how there is a... An issue with shipping at the mm, moment. I've in, heard a rumor about that. In the United States or the whole world? I Probably globally, but definitely the United States. Okay. Okay. 
my couch and chair were supposed to ship on or before November 1st, 2021. Mm -hmm. I get an email on November 1st, 2021. There is a new date. The new date for it to ship will be on or before February 14th, 2022. It's not okay. I'm sorry. I had a breakdown in my bed Mm. that morning and I was just like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And the problem is I could totally have canceled that order. Yeah. If I were to order furniture anywhere else, I would run into the same problem. Right. Everyone I know who has ordered a couch in the past like six months, they're like, oh no, it's taken four and a half months to get to me. And it's like, that is insane. Even worse is at my restaurant, we're down a fryer and so Mm. the manager had to uh, order a new fryer for our fries. Guess when it's being shipped? June 2022. <laughs> what the Absolutely hell insane. So there is a crisis, and I think we need to resolve that as quickly as possible. Hey. I don't know who we can talk to. This is Bethany's slogan for when she does her like hurricane relief stuff. It's this is a crisis. She this, is a, t- this it's a crisis. This is a crisis, and I wouldn't feel so bad if I didn't have like a new roommate who had right. to share the living room. So, but like. He knows. See, if he if he wanted to get a couch or had a couch, he could bring it. Like I feel like you you're not his mom. You know of what I'm saying? And he's very forgiving. Yeah, we all know he's a minister. And yes. so he so he's being very great about it. And That's God on his side. Of course. You know? He's understanding. And so my uh, good friend Connor, he actually uh, his roommates just got a new couch and so mm. their love seat is in their garage. Okay. And Connor's like, Well, I have like this love seat in my garage. Do you want me to just like bring like get a truck and like bring it down to you? Because wow. it's like has a truck or something and I'm just like that'd be nice so he's like gonna bring that down for me so there's like something to sit on in my apartment but a lot of like art buying Mm -hmm. for like the walls and everything so it's it's been a lot of apartment moments hey Um, same for me yeah we have that in common so yeah this week uh we got a rug was this rug here last week actually no it was here on Thursday when we uh, Uh, recorded the reaction to Mariah so yes we got the rug this week we also got something for under a little circle mirror that we're looking at right here and I had to put that together we also did so much hosting this weekend, which is like not something we've done, especially multiple days in a row. So I had my friend Joe uh, came over with uh, Janie and uh, Joe brought a man who seems really great. But oh, we you know, Joe's not on the podcast. We don't give too much of his story away, but don't get too connected to his boyfriends. Anyways, (laughs) Joe came over and then today our friends Jeff and Jean came over with their baby Owen. And so we had brunch with them and uh, we were doing I'll just I just felt like, oh, I have to like. Now present this home that we've kind of put together to people, and I want people to know that it's not all together. But like, you get the idea, blah blah blah. It looks great. I'm looking at it. Y'all can't see, but it looks great. It's very behind the camera. It is behind the camera, but I'm glad it's coming together for sure. But it's just I hadn't hosted, especially so regularly, in a long time. Two days Mm -hmm. in a row, new place, wanting people to like it, and like having things for people to eat and drink, and like especially a baby's here. I want to keep that baby entertained because babies, you know, they fly off the handle. Yeah, they get bored if they don't see happy furniture. I know. Yeah. And I feel like the furniture made him happy. He seemed to be in a good place. Uh, and then I also went to, uh, it was Jackson's dad's birthday. And so we went, drove the 15 minutes to his parents' house. They live very close now. Uh, and then celebrated that with his family. And uh, now it's uh, another week. It's another week. It's yeah. another week. It's been a busy week. I also had like a bunch of auditions this week. Hey, I had, love that. I had one where I had to like comb my hair to the side because it had to be at the 1930s. Oh, right. Wait, was that what you had the callback for today? That- no, I had a callback for something else today. I had a callback mm. for a 19 year old today. So I put on my best Gen Z outfit. Which <laughs> oh, is, is that what we're looking at? You know, uh, 
so and I, it was funny. I read for two roles in this film that I had a callback for. One mm-hmm. of them was uh, supposed to be 28, 29, and the other one was 19. And I got the callback for the 19-year-old. <laughs> hey. So I'm just like, hey, I guess I'm doing something right with my moisturizing routine. You're doing great. Thank Your skin you. routine is clearly doing wonders for you yes. if you're getting a 19-year-old callback. I, I, guys, don't go in the sun, don't drink, don't smoke, and wear clothes that are baggy so hey. they don't see your manly body. I Not that I would describe my body as manly, but... It's an adult's body. It's an adult's body. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I drink and look great. So (laughs) another solution is be black. (laughs) So well, not all of us can do that. I know that, but I'm just trying to give my advice out to the people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So should we dive into news for idiots? Let's dive into news for idiots because there was news. I mean, we all know what the first story is going to be, right? (laughs) So this came out on what, Thursday? This came out on Thursday after I came out of a horror movie at the movie theater. So I was already in a mind fuck. Yes. And I turn on my phone and Mm. I just get a million text messages, obviously. And I'm just like, wait, it happened or am I dreaming? Am I still in the movie? Guys, the most anticipated casting (laughs) in a movie in years has been announced. Yes. So if you've not heard, you've heard because you listen to this. That means you're plugged in. Yeah. And you you're care prob- about pop music. You're probably gay. You care about musical theater. If you don't care about those other things. Thank right. you for watching. Thank you for watching. <laughs> if you don't yeah. care about any of those things, thank, thank you, you for, for watching, listening, listening, whatever in. you're doing. Ariana Grande and Cynthia Revo have been cast in John Chu's film adaptation of Wicked. Glinda is being portrayed by Miss Grande. And Alphaba is being portrayed by Cynthia Riva. This was a duo that was not on anyone's bingo no. card. Ariana Grande had been rumored yes. as like a potential Alphaba for a long time. And we, we had talked about we it. We all heard that wizard and I. And it was and excellent. Ooh, is excellent. Excellent. Yes. Those consonants on her, great. Mm, she was doing it. She, she really was. was. Them, and she sounds amazing. And I've always really? said, always, that Ariana Grande, whenever she sings musical theater, you can tell deep down in her soul, she loves singing musical theater. Like, she just loves it. Even though she adds her, like, popness right. to it, right. she still has, like, a deep respect for musical theater. And that's what you want. Yeah. And so this was, this casting just shook the world because <laughs> no one was expecting it. And it's just such a, did anyone have Cynthia Erivo? Was anyone thinking about Cynthia Erivo? I, I want to say I've seen her name being tossed out a little bit, but it was always like, oh, she's too old. She's yeah. too, they're like, they'll yeah. go younger, they'll go younger, yeah. they'll go younger. Um, but I guess they were just like, no, she can do it. And obviously she can I mean, play the role. She's going she, to sound she, she, incredible. If there's one thing that is a guarantee, the soundtrack of oh. this movie will be phenomenal. There will those. be no soprano notes, but <laughs> but whatever. And those six good songs in Wicked are going to sound amazing. That That is a hot take from Matt Palmer. It's the truth. It's the truth. That is not the For truth. For good, Defying Gravity, Wizard and I, um, what else do I like? Popular. Popular, of course. Oh, I'm not that girl. You, you are a not I that girl. I love I'm not that girl. Um, there is a thank goodness, which is fucking incredible. I don't know what that is. There is uh dancing through life. Do- which I is don't fan- like that. The best part of the like show, that. in my opinion, I don't dramatically. Like that. Absolutely the high point of the show for me. Well, I named all the songs. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's going to sound fantastic. I can't wait to hear it. I don't because if they're supposed to enter as college age freshmen mm-hmm. and Ariana Grande looks could look babyish, could, you know, look college staged. 
Cynthia Riva, we've seen play Harriet Tubman. I feel like we've just seen her in things. She's so clearly to an adult fair, I, in Harriet, my mind. To be fair, Harriet Tubman, when she was in the height of the Underground Railroad, was younger than what I. Uh, oh, interesting. Expected. Like when I was in uh, elementary school learning about the Underground Railroad, yeah. I was always like, oh, Harriet Tubman, she must be the same age as she is in those pictures, right. which were taken after the fact, I believe. Yeah. And so Harriet Tubman, I believe, was was younger than people um, know yeah. during that time. Um, but. But and still, I was surprised that Cynthia Revo. She's only thirty four. Mm-hmm. I thought she was like a little older. I thought she was like thirty seven, thirty eight. Just right. because the thing is, we she got her start from the color purple, yeah. which is she in that uh, show she played. I would say like a late teenager to like very old. Mm. You know she and so there's a maturity about yeah. her. And even though you know she looks wonderful, she doesn't she's look old. No. She's gorgeous. Um but there's a a nobility to yes, her. And she so seems you assume she assume she's older and she's British. So like yeah. they're all just intrinsically older. <laughs> and, and, that's true. And that's Ariana, very true. And Ariana Grande, she's how old is she now? She's like in late 20s now. Yeah, I would say 27, 28. Yeah, and but she her persona is very like baby voice and you know that's a, so she always reads as younger. Right. So I think they're both appropriately cast in the roles, but it's just interesting to think of them, them together. together. Like yeah. what's that chemistry I don't know. going to be like? I don't know. Just, and I, I'm constantly asking myself, is Ariana Grande singing popular to Cynthia Revo camp? Or is it just <laughs> confusing? <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out which it's going to be. Oh, what is this two. feeling is another song I like. And oh, also, oh, phenom- oh, phenomenal. I mean, song. just classic. Oh. But then also I was listening to those songs on Wicked that I like after this casting announcement was announced and I realized she's going to be green but do I want to see Ariana Grande leading a group of people on stage talking about how much they loathe this black girl because <laughs> I was like I'm I'm already offended like I understand that doesn't make any sense because she will be green there'll probably be black people in the group of people yelling at her but I just was like I don't, I don't like that. Well, and I mean the whole like a greenness of the plot is is very can read as a metaphor yes. for society as yes, a whole. I get it, but and I her just, being an outcast just, because of I her color. Her, I was like, <laughs> you're just a little I don't angry. Like this. I okay, was. that is that is a fair <laughs> something uh, to think about. <laughs> that is a fair reaction to have, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I'm. I am ex- I am excited just because a wicked movie is happening. Yes. Uh, obviously, like they're two very talented. Also, something I think is funny and mm. ironic. Remember that video that you hate of two gay mats ah! that we made where I uh, taught you how to uh, act musical theater. Oh, I do hate that. And I had and I used popular as. Uh, what we the song we of choice yeah to, you know and I was like now the thing with musical theater is all you got to do is enunciate enunciate the thing with popular is just enunciate the words and it'll be great and Ariana Grande is now going to be singing popular yeah, <laughs> so it's is- like is she going to enunciate those words or will she need the Matt Steele school of how to act in a musical <laughs> hopefully she's have has watched that video or if she hasn't she still has time before they start shooting yes. to get on YouTube and watch it uh, actually don't watch it if you're out there don't watch any other of our other videos <laughs> he hates watch it. the video where we talk about when we got pulled over and Matt Steele was driving because that's the best <laughs> one it's so good <laughs> but yeah I, I think Ariana because it was very surprising that she got Glinda and yeah. most people were talking about her as right. Alphaba. Um, but uh, 
I, I think her persona would make a very funny Glinda. Yeah. Like I think there's something like weird about it that like really works and I'm right. excited to see it. I mean, I'm excited. It, it's I mean, just, it was just like a jolt cause no one had, no one knew that duo was coming. Right. You know, we could not have seen that coming. I mean, no. Ariana being on the cast list. Yes, that makes sense. I wasn't putting the two of them together. I just wasn't. When it was announced, I went to Twitter and at the top of my Twitter were just all, you know, those like, uh, like, Club Twitter is now doing like a clubhouse type thing where you can have an audio discussion and everything. There was one that said gay emergency casting (laughs) of Wicked announced. There were like 400 people on it and like listening to it. It was amazing. Like everyone was talking about it. I mean, yes. What else is there to talk about? Yeah, it's it's most, and I was very shocked that they didn't go with unknowns. I I for years I've been saying you were saying the alphabet was going to be unknown. You I thought they were so going to be certain. unknowns. You thought both of them would be, or did you think maybe I, I thought that Glinda would be like a Dove Cameron, like someone who poor Dove. um I know I she know, really that wanted girl. that poor Amanda Seyfried. She really wanted it. Oh yeah, yeah. she was public about that. <laughs> but uh, I I expected Glinda would be like have it be a name, but not like a huge huge name. Yeah. I thought Alphaba would be an unknown because I mean when. Casting is now it's like people are going to have opinions on right. it and and I feel like the name of Wicked could sell itself just yeah. pack the supporting cast with huge stars but Meryl Streep is as all the roles honestly um and the movie sells itself but they were like no we're still going to have big names as the two leads they so did those marquee. they did it it's a choice and I'm excited to see when it, it comes out in like 2025 I will, I will be I will be there <laughs> yeah so. Did you see this Britney caption? There's a new Britney caption? There's so many new Britney captions. Okay, so I truly don't even remember what the picture she posted was. And the thing is, the caption has been edited to remove the names. But oh. Britney says, oh, this is long. How much of this am I going to read? The moment I smile and I realize I haven't in a long time, my mom gets so concerned. And she says, you're acting weird. What's wrong with you? I say, hi, my name is Britney Spears. Nice to finally meet you. Before I go any further, forgive me in advance. It's been 13 years and I'm a little rusty. It was a family business before. It's no longer anymore. I was born today because I get to smile. So thank you for exiting out of my life and finally allowing me to live mine. P.S. Do I know how mean I sound? Yes, I 1 billion percent do. P.S. My dad may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor out on it. So take your whole, I had no idea what was going on attitude and go fuck yourself. You know exactly what you did. My dad is not smart enough to ever think of a conservatorship, but tonight I will smile knowing that I have a new life ahead of me. Well, she said everything that needed to be said. I mean, and I, it's like all right. Well, I get because the thing is, she's like shades. She obviously we know her feelings about her father from that whole testimony. Uh, she shades Jamie Lynn every chance she gets. Like so, we get her relationship with her. Well, I was kind of thinking maybe the mom was not in on it, but she was not letting that mom get out scot free. She wanted everyone to know, and we all do now. Okay, okay. well. Uh, Everything is awful, I guess, <laughs> you know. But I think uh, Brittany's next hearing is coming up in the next couple of weeks. And I think this is the one that is expected to be the end of the conservatorship for good. Ooh, when that judge slams that gavel. Oh, we all need to take the day we off. We will all rise and cheer the gaze Truly. across Truly. the world. Truly. We'll ju- it will move mountains. It will summon miracles. My couch will suddenly appear <laughs> in my living room. It that will. is how powerful that moment will be. It's just... It's just we've been waiting so long for it. She's been waiting so long for Mm. it. And it's like the light is at the end of the tunnel. And it was like such a long tunnel for her. I feel awful for her. And I can't wait to see what she's going to make her life into because it's all in her hands now. You know, it's exciting. 
So, okay, Brittany just had to had to do that. We um, really should just have a segment on the podcast that's just Brittany posting. I mean, because it's important. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is important? Taylor Swift. Speaking of cinema, ladies Speaking and gentlemen. Speaking of cinema, you, don't, you might have to be waiting for the Wicked movie, but you won't have to wait for the movie of the year <laughs> being released this Friday at midnight, Eastern Time, Taylor Swift's 10-minute short film for All Too Well. Short. <laughs> Film. I mean, ten minutes in short film. Yeah, yeah, trash. Yes. But the thing is, like, there are video, music videos that are over ten minutes. Yes. Like, you know, we all remember Lady Gaga. She would, I'm sure she'd call some of those short. Films. Of, of course, yeah. Yes. But still, like, they were uh, advertised as like music videos. Yeah. But the fact that she's just like, this is a short, it's a short film. film. It's like we're. I hope it's from like the scarf's perspective, <laughs> and the scarf just like. Is flowing through the wind or something, and it winds up in that drawer. I am, a star- and who's starring in it? There are Dylan O'Brien, who was like a Teen Wolf star. I think he does like different indie movies now, and is very popular amongst you know girls on Twitter. Mm. And this girl Sadie Sink, who I don't know who she is, but I know she's a big Taylor Swift fan. I think she's on a TV show. I can't name it because again, I don't follow that and am old. Um, and it stars her as well, so I assume she will be playing herself. Okay, Dylan will be playing Jake Gyllenhaal, and Sadie will be playing <laughs> Margaret. <Maggie> <laughs> Oscar nominee <laughs> Margaret Gyllenhaal. That is my assumption. <laughs> I am so I excited. I cannot wait. We all know All Too Well is Taylor Swift's magnum opus. Absolutely. As it, on its own, yes. not even the 10 minute version. Right. And so this 10 minute version is going to just be truly insane. And are we are we going to react to that on two games? Absolutely. It's going to be a long like, video, girls. It was like. I was like, oh, what should we do? Like, should we like listen to the whole red Taylor's version album? And then she announced this, and I was like, this is the one. This is what we're doing. Because this is important. This is this is her best song, in my opinion. And do you know how many times I've listened to All Too Well since this was announced? <laughs> <laughs> Just like in anticipation for this video, for the entire, entire Taylor's version of Red, I've been listening to All Too Well. I think I must have listened to it today five times. Good for you. Like, what a song. Good for and you. And the thing is, every time I hear it, I'm like, maybe I'm giving this song too much. You're not. Maybe it's not as good as I remember. And it's like, it oh, is. no, it's better. It's better. It's better. It is such a brilliant song. Like, th- the thing is, like, you know, you can have your opinions about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, sure. like, all that stuff and everything. But one thing you cannot say is that she cannot write a song. she can fucking write a song. Man. That is evidence right there. That not only can she Ooh, write a song, she can write chills. a 10-minute short film opera <laughs> about a scarf. Yes. And it will move everyone to tears. About a relationship that if she went to Thanksgiving with him... And then he didn't show up to her birthday. Ooh, that's a great song. <laughs> that's, I was listening to that one as well. Great, oh, both great songs. But like, these are three weeks apart. <laughs> like, she's born in like mid-December, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a <laughs> time in her life. But it's like, you better put every giant feeling you felt on the page. Sure, the relationship was 13 days and the song is 10 minutes. But that's fine. <laughs> Literally, the song is like a fifth of the length of the relationship. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Brilliant. Oh, I'm so excited for it's it. It's going to be the best thing. And then the next week is Adele. <laughs> like, oh, oh. That's the thing. I tried to get this camera together because I was like, oh, we are going to be doing some stuff. I know. So, if we're figuring it out, guys, I, uh, please be patient with us if this isn't all working. But hopefully it is. It's still going. So we love that. Okay. Guys. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga interviewing about the House of Gucci <laughs> is... And the thing is, I feel like people have this thing, like one of our last reviews on our podcast is about like, oh, you bitches are so mean to Gaga, blah, 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 blah. 
I do not hate Lady Gaga. I feel like before I say anything about Lady Gaga, I have to say I do not hate her. No, we love Lady Gaga. Talented. Yeah. We were, you know, gay at the time of Bad Romance. We'll always have a soft spot in our heart. What before. a time that was. That was the time. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> I mean... Some of these quotes in this article. Have you read it? Have you I read haven't the read the article, no. Have you read any of the quotes? No, I just know that she was on set doing that accent the whole time. Uh, it is three years since I started working on it, and I will be fully honest and transparent. I lived as her for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke with an accent for nine months of that. Off camera, too, I never broke. I stayed with her. Huh. It was nearly impossible for me to speak in an accent as a blonde. (laughs) I instantly had to dye my hair. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I remember, here we go. I remember I I went into Italy one day with a hat to take a walk. I hadn't taken a walk in about two months, and I panicked. I thought I was on a movie set. What? (laughs) She, I feel like there was a moment where she talks about, like, Going by the place where, like, I guess the, her character has put a hit out on somebody mm-hmm. and she go, went by the place as herself and was like, dear God, what have I done? And it's like, Gaga, please. <laughs> like, this is, like, if you were in a movie uh-huh. with someone who wasn't Lady Gaga, okay. but did all of that, <laughs> how would you feel? <sighs> would you be exhausted? If it was Lady Gaga, no. If it was not Lady Gaga. If oh, it was- yeah. <laughs> it would be like, I'm going to my trailer. It's, too, it's just, it's too much. It's, you know, it is a, a, a much like Taylor Swift's 10 minute short film. This yes. will also be a magnum opus film. That's three and a half hours. And is I'm, it really three and a half hours? That's the rumor. I can't have I that. am so thrilled for it because that trailer is just out of this world. You insane. are obsessed with the second trailer, you said. Oh, the second trailer is so good. The first trailer I like, but like that second trailer. Uh, you know, you know, Lady Gaga's gone Lady Gaga. We love her. <laughs> we do we love, love her. her. We, we love do. her. But please. But like, it's just like. The, it's like she's just such a theater kid at heart, and like we all knew that, we all knew it. But, but you know, so is Ariana. She is, she is as well. But yes. like, do you think Ariana is gonna be like floating around in a bubble for a year and a half <laughs> filming that movie? I don't think so. She's gonna be like taking her wig off and going home. You know, they're different artists. They, they have different processes. It's true. It's true. And so I don't know. This could be the performance of the the century. <sighs> I'm excited for it. I'm I'm ready for well, it. Well, speaking of women that you love to defend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared where this is you going. You should be scared. Uh, the reason that the Real Housewives of New York reunion got canceled has come out. Listen, <laughs> I don't I don't defend Ramona. What would you say you do with I Ramona? I would just say I think she is my favorite housewife to watch on the show because to me she is she epitomizes what the uh, uh, franchise is. Just mm. rich and ridiculous and exhausting. Well, the reason that the last season did not have a reunion is because there was an ongoing investigation because Ebony uh, K. Williams, who was the new black cast member of the show, filed a complaint that Ramona had said something racist during filming and a separate crew member had filed a separate complaint that Ramona had done something racist during filming and um, the the quote that was said in Ebony's complaint was apparently after they had gotten to a fight at Luann's house and Ebony left and blah 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 she was called an angry black woman essentially Ramona supposedly said allegedly this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show (laughs) 
And it's one of those things where you're like, that sounds like her. Like, <laughs> like I've watched this woman for 13 years. And those words falling out of her stupid mouth don't surprise me. Ugh. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it's just like Ramona. It's just like, okay. at this point, what are we doing with her on that show? Okay. <laughs> Ramona sucks. Yes. But she's entertaining on that show. Well, she, I think. <laughs> and she, that, that show she will probably no longer this be This is what on I'm saying. I feel like. Shortly. And honestly, I'm not arguing that Ebony was the greatest housewife of all time. Like, she was a little boring and like trying to make it a history lesson. But I, if they fired all five of them, I would be fine with them. <laughs> all five of them? All five. Oh, wow. I say maybe they'll want to keep Sonia because of her antics and whatever. You got to bring back Jill. I know I've been saying this for a long, long time, but I feel like now is the time. They've just brought back Heather Dubrow to bring some class back to that show. Let's bring some class back to Roni. Bring back Dorinda, who was a monster on her last season and needed to let be let go uh, because of how she was with Tinsley. But it's time to bring her back. And if you could bring back Tinsley, that'd be great. I would love to bring back Carol, but it, now it seems like the Carol-Andy relationship has really taken a downturn. <laughs> so okay. I don't know. I think there's a way to save the show, but... It's many people need like at least three of them need to be fired. The fact that Ramona has lasted for so long it's truly is, crazy. is really wild it to is. me because Ramona's just so much has happened like yes. with Ramona through the years. She's and out I, of don't, her I mind. don't even follow the real housewives yes. like anything, but I even know all the stuff that like Ramona has done. Yes. And I'm just like, that is exhausting. It <laughs> is. It's just it's exhausting to watch. It's exhausting to hear about. I am yeah. exhausted discussing it. Oh, and this is just a sad story that I wasn't going to include, but it seemed like an oversight. We, I guess we just, there's nothing else to say, but it's just awful and sad. Travis Scott's Astro World Festival was canceled after multiple serious industries left eight people dead. And this happened, when was it? Friday night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was happening in Texas on Friday. Around 9 p.m., the crowd of concert goers at Houston's NRG Park began to compress uh, to the front of the stage, causing panic and some people to get hurt. The mass casualty incident was triggered at 9.38 this evening. At least 11 people were rushed to the hospital and some 300 were treated at a field hospital. I haven't really looked into this story because I just find it to be so sad. But it's just, oh, it's just horrible. What an awful way to die. Cardiac arrest because people are cl- like that close to you. It also is unclear what Travis Scott could see from the stage mm-hmm. and if he was aware that there was a problem, mm-hmm. you know? It, it's so interesting because I imagine it was a little hard to notice there was a, a problem like at first because, right. you know, but isn't there security with like something and they're able to have a monitor or like a radio and be right. like stuff is happening yeah. and the stage manager, I imagine Travis Scott has like an ear thing right. and the stage manager is like, we need to stop the show. Right. Something is happening. Yeah, like why did that Turn not it off. happen? How, like who? Like I imagine so many people are responsible for the show not being stopped. I yeah. I don't really know how it would have gotten stopped. Like who yeah. was wearing the chain of events? But like something needed to happen. I imagine there will be some sort of like investigation yeah, going absolutely. to go on. It's devastating. It's so sad and just like crazy. I I feel so bad for the people there and their I know. families. It's just, yeah, it's just devastating and it's sad for all of the victims. I hope they get to the bottom of what happened. And if anybody's culpable, including Travis Scott, I hope they are taken to task. And because this is just so not OK and just just a horrible situation all around. Yeah. Um. I mean, lastly, is the last thing. Do we care that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are dating? 
Uh, oh wait, you did. You had something to say. About I had a, just had a little story about. Please it. tell the people. Look, I care. I I'm happy that she has decided to like try something new. Yeah. I would much rather her go for like a cute, quirky, funny guy than like you know a guy who votes for Trump and is trying to actively start a cult. Yes. Um, so I'm so happy if they are together. I hope they have a, a lifetime of happiness. Sure. But my coworker was there when they at Six Flags. When they were spotted together holding hands or whatever. Oh. And my coworker recorded them on his phone. What? And sold the video. For how much? So my coworker is quite young. He's, I think he just turned 20. Okay. And we were like, how much did you make for this yes, video? Because he sold to it to like a, a, a news outlet that I've heard before. Was we it like, TMZ? No, it wasn't okay, TMZ. Okay. It was like Hollywood something, but I've heard okay. them before. And he showed me the video and I was like, yes, I've seen this like being shared. No. And we were like, how much did you make on this? $100. And we all at work were just like, what? No. What? He has no one in his life that's going to be like, hey, no, you need to get way more for that. (laughs) This is a big deal and it's going to be everywhere. You know, what? I, you know, at least he was there for history. He was there for a historic American wow. moment. And <laughs> a I'm glad. Historic American I'm, moment. I'm glad, I don't know. Let's not give it all back. I'm glad he got to experience that in person. And, you know, money's, uh, you know, it's a shallow thing anyway. Sure. I'm sure. I hope he in, saves that 100, puts that in savings. Wow. I'm, I, and, I, and he was like, yeah, I guess I'm dumb. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you are. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm glad Matt Steele's going to say something nice to you, but I'm with you. He was you. feeling bad about it. So I was like, look, you were there. You got some money out of it. You got to experience love budding. You got to experience <laughs> true love happening. Sure, yes. Yeah. And, and another thing, apparently she is very, very short. I've heard that. Yeah, that apparently she's right. like 5'2". Okay. And, and everyone is was like, oh, she's really short. Because <laughs> in pictures, she looks like tall. Right. You know, so... All right, great. So <laughs> that's the story I had that's about it. this. Is there anything else you want to talk about in news radio? I don't think so. If one okay. pops in my head, maybe I'll just blurt it oh, out. Oh, can't wait to hear that. Oh, so, wait, are we doing a break? Um, because yeah, let's do a little break. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with more two game mats. Okay, we're back. Yes. And Matt Palmer is still thinking of what is giving me moments. Is going hey, to be. <laughs> that was a secret during the break. <laughs> that was a secret during the break. You're getting the behind the scenes scoop, it's guys. True. Um, so this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelled T-W-O. Uh, and so this week's question comes to us from Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Brandon's subject line is, sue me. Sue me, what can you do me? Uh, Hi, Mats. As we await the release of Adele's 30, I've been thinking about which sounds I would love her to explore and make pivots towards. I love the idea of her incorporating some dance and house influences into the album, but I feel a total shift into emotion or melodrama territory would feel rather unnatural. When considering the musical niches I want Adele to explore, one song in particular came to mind, Sabrina Carpenter's Sue Me off her spectacular 2018 album Singular, Act One. It's soulful, playful, brash, dance-oriented, and a vocal tour de force, all elements of a song Adele could absolutely smash. So after thinking about how strongly I would kill to see Adele's take on Sumi, I was wondering if there were any songs, albums, artists, or genres you would love to see her evoke on 30. Much love, Brandon. Wow. Yeah. 
Do you know that song, Simi? I don't know. Me neither. We have to check it <laughs> I out. No, don't. I mean, don't I, would, we be, would we be cheating on Olivia Rodrigo if we <laughs> listen to Sabrina Carpenter? No, because it's a different song. I feel like they're probably fine. And the issue, as Olivia points out in Later on in Sour, was Joshua Bassett. Absolutely. Not Sabrina Carpenter. Absolutely. Um, that's a very good question. I feel like she definitely could have like a funkier thing. Like she's done some up tempos, like the rumor has it, and the Send My Love to Your New Lover. But I feel something that's a little bit more bass heavy. Like I almost feel like Sam Smith, what he did on his last record, it obviously went very, very dancey. But on the singles, like um, on uh, Dancing with a Stranger and um, I don't know, I feel like uh, Diamonds, I really, you know, I love that song, fucking mm. Diamonds. I feel like that kind of song where it's like she still has room to play and sing. and Because even Rolling in the Deep, it's like more like using live instrumentation. But if she had that kind of vibe with a little bit more of electronic influence, I think that would be very cool. What about, I'm just thinking of Sam Smith, the song Love Goes on Sam Smith, which is, oh my god, great oh my piece god, of music. oh my god, um, and like the whole that instrumentation, like the horns and everything. Do you yeah. see her incorporate? I mean, Adele's not really a horn girl. <laughs> there are some like, horns on Twenty One. Like I feel like they're like a little hair. bit of like, yeah. I feel like I don't know near the second half of that album. I feel like I heard a horn. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. a horn somewhere. There's some horns. I'm around. sure she has come across a horn in. Yeah, her and life. on nineteen. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> a horn wouldn't seem out of place with Adele. But like a horn in the way it's used in like Love Goes. No, like, yes, not, like horn, that, horn, horn. not like that. But yeah, more of like stacked '60s Motowny kind of sound. Okay, horns. what about something like a uh, if she were to have some songs with a production element, sort of like a Kelly Clarkson "Meaning of Life" type Ooh, thing? Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I could see her sort of doing that. Title track or like. The whole album, like the, no, like the whole Love album. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like, like, I, like that I'd love sort to hear of on "Love So Soft." Mm, mm. Adele doing a "Love So Soft." That sort would of, be amazing. Um, so or like a, maybe like a Heat, oh. which is, I mean, a, a brilliant. We all piece know of music. my feelings on Heat. Yes. Like yes. underrated fave. But like, I think Adele could rock a song that's Heat esque. Absolutely, I Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah, and it'll still feel like Adele. Yeah, but like just be a little like a. A little bit of a departure. I mean, I feel like in one of those Vogue interviews, a song of hers was on 30 was called something like Goldfrap esque. So we're getting who's like, they were like a dance artist, oh. uh, kind of like glitchy pop, you know, cut up vocals kind of things. So I think we are going to delve into some new territory. I'm sure we're not fully diving into new territory. No, we, we heard the single. We don't but need to. If it ain't broke, you know, Adele's making. Money hand over fist. So yes. I don't think she's going to be changing her sound 100%. So if, I, she, if she wants it to just be her at her piano, it's like, yes, we'll take it. Yeah, this. I'm not going to hate Thank it. You. I'm not going to hate it. But I think it is around a good time to like, you know, freshen things up a little. I think it's so interesting how I feel like for so many artists, it's the complete opposite. Like when they're young pop stars, it's like production, production, crazy sounds and everything. And as they get older, they're just like, oh, no, we're going to strip just it down. Just strip it down. It's going to be me and a saxophone. And with Adele, <laughs> it's the opposite. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Said, oh, true. my God. When she's 80, when 81 comes out. I know. It's just literally going to be EDM. I can't wait. I <laughs> it's going to sound wait. like art pop, <laughs> which Oof. would be great. Adele's art pop would be something. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I love that. Oh, so Matt Steele. Yes. I have a question for you. Yes. What has been giving you moments, darling? Uh, so I did mention that I saw a horror film when I got out and saw the Wicked casting. Mm-hmm. That horror film that I saw was a movie called Last Night in Soho. Okay. It is a movie uh, directed by, pardon me, I'm going to have to look at it. It's a movie directed by uh, Edgar Wright. Uh, it stars Thomas and McKenzie, Anya Taylor-Joy from... Uh, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Yes, yes we love Um And Dame Diana Rigg, who I want to say maybe it's her last film because she, she passed away about a year 
she passed away last September 2020. Oh, how old is she? Uh, old she is she? was 82. Okay. Um, I, I want to say it's either her last role or one of her final roles, and mm. she's excellent in it. Um, and the movie is so good, so entertaining. It really like keeps you on your toes, toes the whole way through. A thing that I loved about it was the way it was advertised was very um was a little art housey, like an A twenty four or like a neon type uh, distribution where mm-hmm. um you saw the trailer and you were like, oh, I'm afraid I might be a little confused by this and everything. But when you actually saw, but still intrigued by the visuals and and everything. Uh, but then when you actually saw the movie, you were just like, oh, no, this is it has those artistic elements and how it's shot. Like there's this one amazing sequence where uh, uh, with mirrors that's used where it's, it switches back and forth between Thomas and McKenzie and Anya Taylor uh, Joy. Yes. Uh uh, back and forth between them in like this 60s scene that's really well done and amazing visually but it's very easy to swallow and like I could imagine just like wow. teenagers just really eating it up it's about a young girl goes to fashion school in London and she's semi clairvoyant and uh, spoiler alert after here if you don't want to know um, she s- gets an apartment and she starts to have visions of this girl in the 1960s and she starts to like their lives sort of start to mesh and uh, this girl's life sort of starts to haunt her and take over her life. And oh gosh. It, I won't like say the ending, obviously, but it's, it's very intense. Um, but I loved the way the movie wrote a very fine line between like artsy A24 horror film and like R.L. Stein teen horror like book, you know, okay. like it, it was surprisingly um very um as i said easy to swallow and very marketable and everything while still having those artistic touches to it that made it so interesting still so i really loved the way it rode that fine line it's a really great film if you like horror films it's not mm. too gory okay i like that so you you'd be fine with it okay. i mean there's some blood <sighs> there's some uh, sexual abuse moments mm. that are seen and everything, but overall, it's not too gory. Okay, um, and I really enjoyed it. And Dame Diana Rigg was excellent in her role, and I enjoyed it very much. That's and then great. Obviously, like after the movie, my mind was really <laughs> of blown. Course, of course, uh, but yes. Yeah, so when was, you think of that movie, will you always think of the Wicked casting? Oh, I absolutely <laughs> will. I will tie <laughs> Wicked and Last Night in Soho together. Yeah, forever. I mean, yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah. Well, guys, as you may have heard earlier, I don't really have any <laughs> moments. <laughs> I mean, let me just tell you. So I want to give a few shout outs. The first shout out and maybe the only shout out. TaskRabbit is great. And they're not paying me to say this. I've That's never, a giving me moment. I've, I've never used a TaskRabbit in my life. Oh, I'm, and I, I can't was, wait. Like, I was just like, I can put things like I'm very much one of my earliest memories as a child was like me as like a must have been three-year-old trying to tie my shoe not getting it trying and trying and trying it and my mom be like oh let me do it for you and I was like no I'll do it myself and very much and I'll do it myself so Tash Grabbit and I are not you know close um but we decided to mount our TVs uh the TV in the living room and the TV in the bedroom and we had the Tash Grabbit come over and I was like oh and I bought like these brackets that you can attach it to and all of this and he was just and I kind of like just because that's what you do when you have something that's packed up. I just started to unpack it and like, and he's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was like, oh, no, I'm just trying to like get this ready for you or whatever. He's like, no, I got it. And then like 45 minutes later, 
two televisions were mounted on the wall. Uh, and it's just like, God damn. Oh, I'm like thinking of getting a task rabbit just to like mount my pictures. And that, cause you remember when I was I doing do, that in, the, do. in the apartment with my like old bedroom and everything, it's very much stressed me out. Cause I'm Why like, does that cause I'm putting so permanent holes in the wall. And so but, it's like, if I mess it up or I don't do it straight, like there's always going to be like a hole in the wall. But like then I, you're going to move. <laughs> and you saw when I moved out, how our landlord was like, yeah, this looks fine. <laughs> yeah. But you had just like tiny nail holes. Like the things I was putting in the wall that time were like bigger holes but for like he didn't even screws. see the holes because yeah, the art was still on the I wall. I will know the oh hole my is there God. and I don't like knowing that the hole is there. This that sounds like a personal a problem. Flaw, so I can't wait to get a task grab. I mean, I was happy just to have that guy from where fair come and screw uh, mm. the legs on the thing. I was like, Thank you. Right. Like when he arrived, I was like, I'm sorry, there's so little for you to do, but don't get it twisted. I really don't want to do it myself. <laughs> so I'm so grateful that you're here. Yeah. Um, but I, I, cause I was telling my uh, new roommate, he was like, oh, are you just going to like put it together yourself and everything? And he's put together his furniture yeah, and everything. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm too old for this. That's <laughs> I, the thing. I'm just like, it's to me personally, maybe not for everyone, but like to me personally, it's worth the money to not have to go through that stress and headache because like I'm not a handy person right but there are some people who are and so that's wonderful right (laughs) that is wonderful that is so wonderful and I am so happy to throw money at them (laughs) and be like here save me the stress I am certainly not handy but I also am very cheap (laughs) and thus that puts me in a predicament I know I'm very pragmatic about spending money as well but there's one thing I've gotten better at it's like Knowing like this is something I want, yeah. I want to invest in. I hey, it's worth spending the money. That's to how do I feel it. about the patio furniture. It was like not you know it was a pretty penny to get it out there, but it's like we've been out there so much. It has already enhanced the life in this apartment so much where it's like you got to invest in your comfort sometimes. Yeah, as Lord says, I take care of myself, myself the way I, I used, to, used care to care about, about you. Ah, oh. <laughs> remember when you were talking shit on that song? I listen. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of that song when it first when it entered my ears uh-huh. in, back in 2017 because I was like, "This chorus is so slow." Hard. It's like <laughs> okay, like this is about as dramatic as Lady Gaga's method acting. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> but as time has gone on, I'm just like, yes, yes, hard feel. Things. <laughs> Take it's as it. much time as it you need it. and spend as much money as you can afford yes. to have someone else mount your television. Of course, of course, because it's like if you need to stay home, make, you know, frozen pizzas, eat some grilled chicken, not go to dinner every night for a few weeks, you can do it. You can do you it. You can do it. Save those pennies. Save your pennies. All right. For a, t- for a task. I love that we're now like a Susie Orman podcast. About like <laughs> how to save your money. <laughs> how to save your money, but still like feel like you're being taken care yes, of. Yes, exactly. Nurture yourself. We're the, you know, gay, self-involved Susie Ormans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. This is our first attempt at a video podcast. We're going to, I'm going to get a different lens for this camera, so don't, you know, I, I apologize if it doesn't look as good as we want it to look. It looks great. I'm I think it looks it good, now. but like, I think it can be better. So okay. we're going to grow together. Thank you so much for listening and or watching, and we'll be back, we'll be back next week with more Two Gay Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.